Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. How do you decipher? between TV and the reality when you're thinking of making a move. You want to make wise decisions. And the first wise decision that Shelly and Clayton made was to pick up the phone and ask me a question. Yeah, the questions were really around, what do we do next? We're thinking of selling. Uh, We're thinking of renovating. We're not sure yet if we're going to love it or list it. Um, But uh, we also have an opportunity to build on a lake. So we have all these questions and the immediate things are where do we invest in our current house knowing that we want to, for one, make it more attractive for potential buyers but also more attractive for ourselves if we do decide to to stay there. So where do you start? How much do you invest? And uh, that's where the first phone call went was right to Yetta. Which is perfect, which is brilliant actually, isn't it? That shows immense wisdom because with so many years of experience on the Decker team, we can hopefully answer those questions. And so you're on the inside track on Real Estate with the Decker team. I'm Yetta Decker and I'm here with Clayton and Shelly Mangione and we have worked together at least three times. Five over the last 22 years. Why am I saying three and you're telling me five? You were involved in all five. Yes, that's yeah. right. All of them. Other Even than, the one in Toronto. Yeah, not by, Vancouver, but Toronto. No, and, Toronto by introducing yeah. them to great people yeah. in Toronto that helped them exactly. navigate all of that. And so we're going to talk really to make sure that you can make wise decisions. Now, I'm going to give you a disclaimer right here, right now. And that is, this is going to be a little bit high level because if you're thinking, well, do I actually upgrade from this bathroom fixture to this bathroom fixture, that's probably best handled in a in-the-house conversation. Does that make some sense? Which, so, which will happen next week. Which is happening next <laughs> week for us. And so this is really that initial show that anytime you're thinking about, do I want to stay? If I stay, what do I want to renovate? If I want to go, what do I want to renovate? How do I figure out the difference? And how much do I actually do? And so this will give you a great show to share with people. Always see this first before you have someone from the Decker team come into your home because then you've got the basics handled. Mm -hmm. And that was why we decided to have a conversation in front of you rather than in the privacy of their own home. So they're opening up what they're thinking And then I'll open up what I'm thinking, which will expand your thinking, which is the whole point. So question number one. So our house is 25 years old and Mm -hmm. most of it is original. Um, We know we need to do certain things like kitchens, bathrooms, the basement is unfinished. But what we're afraid of is over-investing and not getting the value back when we do decide to sell. If we decide to live there, beautiful, right? Because then we'll have the the benefits of a new kitchen, benefits of new bathrooms, but we don't want to overinvest necessarily. And one of the questions I had is I myself would think about is um, when I go to buy a house, do I want the house to be fully renovated or do I want some of it left for me to do myself? So I'm not sure what today's buyers are looking for when they buy a house. Today's buyer is a fascinating buyer. 
And if you are one, you're going to know that some of this resonates with you and some of this doesn't. And anytime there's a general statement, that means it applies to probably, you know, three quarters of the population and the other 25 go, that's not true. Totally get that. So reality TV has heightened and all the home shows has heightened the sense of what I should expect when I walk into a home. Agreed? Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Shelly says, absolutely. Say that a little bit louder because this is radio as well as video. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I think the word was absolutely. Right? And so it becomes a little bit tricky to determine what to do. Now here is a vital point to even before we begin this conversation. We at the Decker team can sell your home whether you choose to do nothing or you choose to do everything, mm -hmm. right? So it's not a matter of will my home sell if I don't do these things? Will my home sell if I do these things? The answer is yes and yes. With a proper marketing strategy, with a proper uh, approach to the current market and a, and a proper story. Um, proper is not even a great word. With a, with, an, with a story that really shares the details of that house and the opportunity and possibility that's there for it, um, or that property, whether it's a house or whether it's a commercial property or anything for that matter, farm, telling the story that's related so that when people get there, they actually see what they expect to see or maybe a little bit better, rather than they get there and they go, that looks so good in pictures. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, it's terrible. So really pricing it in the market for what it is means you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you want to do some things, every, I'm going to say every, the vast majority of buyers today do want something to move in ready, except then I had a client just say yesterday, say to me, you know, I don't want to buy somebody else's dream. I want to create mm -hmm. my own dream. Mm-hmm. And I want to pay accordingly so that I have money to create my own dream. Yeah. Well, you see on TV so many cases on TV that <laughs> somebody has spent tens of thousands of dollars to renovate. And when we watch it on television, it doesn't look good. So one fear I have is, is you know, spending lots of cash and energy to, to put investments in a house to find out that it's actually going against what my, my goal was which is to make it move in ready. And in fact, people are looking at certain things, but as we do on television, saying, well, first thing I would do is I would take off that countertop and I'd do something else. And a countertop is probably a good five to $10,000 right there alone in material. For a decent countertop, yeah. which is granite today. And you know, even in a condominium townhome, it's almost become the norm to have mm -hmm. granite countertops. Now, there's still a few other materials that you can use that are still well desirable, and yet granite's probably the number one, almost become not an upgrade, although it is an upgrade, yeah. and people will notice when something doesn't have it, and yet if you have an older kitchen, and you're just going to put the granite in and paint out the cabinets, and maybe and or replace the cabinet doors, you still get the feel of an older kitchen because it's still low cabinets. It's not the tall cabinets that we would now, generally speaking, see in a home today. Mm -hmm. So a kitchen renovation, generally speaking, will not give you 100 cents, 100 cents on the dollar. 
meaning if you spend a hundred pennies, you won't get a dollar back. Mm -hmm. It's going to be less than that. Unless, unless it's like falling apart and there virtually is no kitchen and all of a sudden you need to do something just to give it a facelift because it's good. So if you're staying in the, so the first thing really to decide is if the renovations are done, would you stay? That's my number one question. If the re renovations were complete, would you stay? And if you would stay, for how long? Mm -hmm. If you tell me less than five years, then I'm likely to say, let's not do the renovations. Hmm. If it's in, see, what we know is with your home, it's already clean. It's already maintained. The basic core things are already handled. Well, all the, like the furnace and the windows and the roof and all those things are all in good shape. There's nothing that's falling apart. Exactly. And so that's number one. Like, what things do we do? Well, it's that deferred maintenance. If it's not done, now you're devaluing the home more than the cost of probably doing those things because people see mammoth dollar signs if it's dirty. Yeah. So what about competitive properties for sale in the same, you know, same street, same neighborhood? Right. Don't you have to be either better on price, better on quality, more attractive to get them? Or how, how do you approach that? Well, first of all, there's not much that's truly competitive or comparable. It's probably what's the relevant data? What are the relevant things that are out there that make us go, where should we be positioned? So if you are in inferior condition and you're superior in price, meaning you're overpriced, well, you're right. You're causing your neighbors to sell. Mm -hmm. So you want to be poised and positioned in the market in such a way that you're attractive to potential buyers, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. So if you do the, um, you've got a 1990s floor plan and maybe you have a 1970s floor plan. Maybe you have, you know, a, a 1900s floor plan or an 1860s. Um, different things are expected in different floor plans and different people like different floor plans. I'm watching a new trend, which is kind of interesting, that a lot of families that were all about the open concept that tore out every wall or bought a home so they could get rid of the walls and the living space. As kids have gotten a little bit older and moving into the teen years, I just had one of my clients last week actually that bought a new home, decide to keep the one they were in in Osgood actually as a rental and then move to a new home. And she said, oh, oh, I'd be so happy to get rid of the fact that I have no walls. I want a house with some walls now. Wow. Whereas last time when they bought that home eight, ten years ago, they wanted no walls because they had a young family and the house before that that we had helped them sell to move to this one was open concept or they'd actually renovated it to make it open concept because they were just a couple and it functioned really, really well. Mm -hmm. So where are you in your life cycle, like in terms of a family as to what works best? So you can't get it right for everybody. So the most important thing is to get it right for yourself and then to keep it as neutral as possible. Because mm -hmm. the one thing that will deter people, even though it doesn't make sense, because whether you're painting over a grayish wall, which is gray beige, that was recently painted and it's just got the dings from moving in and out, or you have a bright purple wall or a bright red or a bright yellow or a 
baby blue or you know even a soft color um, the cost of paint is essentially the same maybe you have to put an extra coat on a deep red but mm -hmm. essentially it's the same and so if you're except the value that people will pay for that home that looks neutral is significantly higher than the bright colored home generally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. yeah it looks clean and then they can if they desire they can put their own touches onto it exactly whereas the other one they go i can't imagine myself there how do i paint over purple right how do i paint over purple <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, or red and so doing the basics so that it's well cared for if you have any mold i mean that's something that happens very easily people don't even see it there's just a water source somewhere and sometimes there was one recently where it actually was in the aspenite from when it was built 20 years earlier and when the home was kept a little moist it actually grew mm. right so you want to look at anything maintenance for sure if you've got a floor plan from 1990 the cost of opening it up and making it what many people still like the open mm -hmm. concept isn't worth your time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right not worth your investment finishing a basement that you're not going to use the going rate right now for a basic basement is about $40 a square foot. Wow. Okay. So keep it clean, keep it dry. 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 Declutter. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. Declutter is, um, if it's stacked in boxes, people are paying for storage units all over the city. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, don't. If you have space, now, you don't want to line all your walls. Because if you line all your walls, now it's like, what are you hiding back there? And you're trapping moisture. So you're creating a moisture problem where there may be no problem, mm -hmm. right? And yet neatly stacked boxes or bins or furniture that you're going to use. There is another show that you might just want to go and watch that just talks about, do you throw it? Do you keep it? Do you store it? Like, what do you do with all this stuff? Because you might as well do it before you put it on the market because doing it after and moving it, and or you know doing it after you've mm -hmm. sold or before you know taking it with you and then doing it that's a recipe for frustration so would you think a good start for us next week would be to make a list of all the things <laughs> that i think need to be maintained or repaired and things that need to be cleaned and things that need to be renovated and we can go through them with mm -hmm. priority based on the value it'll add the attractiveness and if we do decide to love it not list it Right. How does it fall within that? And then figure out what our game plan is. So a list. Brilliant. See, Th that's why Clayton is here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> a, a list. Create your list. And I will often ask when we're on the phone, because before I come see somebody, I have a phone consult, right? Mm -hmm. There's a little mini phone conversation just to say, what are you thinking? Where, where are things at for you? Where do you have questions? And may I ask questions that may open up your thinking beyond what it currently is and what i have noticed and you two can help mm -hmm. me here if this is true that often what you perceive and what you perceive clayton and shelley in this case or if there's more than you know two people three people four people that have ownership or a say in it everybody has a slightly different perspective mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely <laughs> <laughs> and so this would be interesting if we can just go down that road for a minute Shelly, when you're thinking about the renovations you'd like to do before we had this conversation and before we meet in your home, what were you thinking ought to be done? Well, here's an example. We 
know our bathrooms are dated, so we were thinking about redoing the bathroom. So we decided to start with a small project, our powder room. And I thought, okay, we're going to replace our sink and our toilet and the light fixture and repaint. And Clayton was, oh, and the floor. So Clayton did the floor and then um, we picked out the toilet and then he's thinking, oh, well, maybe we should have a vanity. So we looked at vanities and we couldn't choose one that we thought was any updated from the ones we have upstairs that are 25 years old. Anyway, on the long short of it is we've read, we've had a vanity custom built and we're having a granite countertop and, you know, it's going to be very nice, but we spent a lot of money on it. I don't think we would get that money back out. I think we would get just as much back out if we had done our original less expensive plan. We're going to love it though. It's not, you know, and it's been a good learning experience doing it and seeing how long it takes us to make up our minds, not him, me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's one example. I think we'll just keep going on. The more we renovate, the more we will end up spending because we just want it to be nice. So we want it to be done right. And that's the difference. And what would you say about that, Clayton? Well, I guess my problem is everything I do, I want it to be perfect. And that's why I do a lot of the work myself. Um, not that I'm a uh, professional tradesman, but I've done pretty well everything. And being an engineer, everything has to be, you know, overbuilt, overdesigned. So I, I love doing it too. We're both recently retired, so it's, uh, it gives us the time to do it. So definitely my priority was is the bathrooms to get rid of the any any linoleum flooring that's left in the house and then next step would be any carpet that's left in the house and um, we're almost there so the first big project was a, a nice horizontal gas fireplace which i did you know start to finish um, all the tiling work myself and I, i'm proud of it at the end of the day so so when it comes down to loving it or listing it it's going to be hard to let go of some of these things when you do it yourself so so one of the questions i had too is how far do i go myself versus subbing out to an expert who can get it done faster, I won't say cheaper, because I don't, I think labor is a big component of the cost. It's usually close to 50%, right? I'd say, yeah. So, I, But I, if I can get it done, then it'll be cheaper. It'll be probably done equally as good, but it takes a long time. Like picking out a fixture could take a month. The first time around, second time around, hopefully a week, and third time around, hopefully an internet click and it's it's being shipped by <laughs> yeah, FedEx. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, let's not even borrow that disbelief. So, so that the thing fantasy. is, I guess, how much do I do myself versus, I think the thing working against me doing it ourselves, I didn't say just myself, but ourselves is time. Right. So if time is something that is concerning you, then absolutely. For you, where you're not in a hurry to go anywhere, Really, I would encourage you, based on the quality of work that you do, to do it yourself. Save the 50%. Because time isn't, you have time available. Now, if you're somebody that doesn't have time available, it would be a very different answer. Right? Yep. And the thought of doubling the cost of what it's cost you to do the powder room for argument's sake, and now making that what it would cost to have somebody come in to do it, that's approximate correct. It's not bang on, but there's a good general rule of thumb. You definitely are not getting that money back. Yeah. 
But I guess if you hire someone, you are getting some level of a warranty with the work, right? It may just be a, a tail, tail light warranty or a 30-day or one year. Yeah. But If you know what you're doing, that warranty doesn't really serve a lot of purpose. The warranties that people are often looking for transferable to a new owner would be things like windows and shingles, yeah, right? Parts. The, that is often where there's a warranty people are looking for. There's going to be a building inspection on any home. And so pretty much, and not for sure, however often, there's going to be a building inspection. And so therefore, a lot of those things are going to be found out if there is something you don't know about. Um, if you're not able to do great work, I certainly have seen somebody do their own work where I would ask them never to do that again, ever again, because it brings, it actually takes away rather than adds. So an example of that would be ceramic tile. It actually takes a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of skill and precision to have the grout at the proper height, not just the grout, but the base when you're laying the base on ceramic and preparing it properly. So having enough layers of plywood and having it strong and hard enough, because ceramic lays great on concrete, it doesn't really lay as great on wood when there's movement. So you've got to make it thicker and more rigid so that the grout then doesn't crack and the tiles don't crack and all of that. So sometimes a professional would know what to do, whereas a homeowner may not if they haven't watched enough YouTube videos and or um, done it, you know, at some point in their life. So I've got an extra trowel next week. You can come and help. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good at it. Um, however, I generally hire someone else to do it. So totally off the wall question. Yep. We're talking about renovations, but how about we forego the renovations and we just invest in new furniture and stage the house like they do on TV? You, you know, know, beautiful what? leather couches, uh, pictures on the walls, new paint and uh, stainless steel appliances can go a long way to sell a house, but they don't go with the house. That's right. And believe it or not, that is one of the things that has shifted the entire real estate market, especially in the nation's capital. In Ottawa, for sure. I'm sure there are some small towns in different places across the country that this is not as true. In Ottawa very professional town, mm -hmm. right? As a whole, government, IT, professional service industry. That's, mm -hmm. that's Ottawa. And so, for the most part. And so there, believe it or not, great furniture, people will pay more for it even though they don't get to keep it. Mm -hmm. We've actually, for clients of ours, in the, we have actually encouraged them to take out what they have, put in new furniture, that is contemporary, and then the home sold overnight. I think the first time we met, I ended up paying $10,000 for a riding lawnmower because I wanted <laughs> the riding lawnmower, and it did come with that. Uh-huh, I do. <laughs> and so really, and I just had this conversation with a client yesterday. We were selling their home, and we got an offer on the property. I was representing the seller, and they said, well, we'd really like to sell this, 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 and this as well. And I said, that's awesome. We're not going to engage in that conversation right now with the buyer until the buyer has purchased your home and we've handled the inspections because you're going to get nothing for them or very little for them because it gets absorbed into the sale price. 
But then on the other hand, which is what you're saying as a buyer, you don't actually know what you're paying for all those things. And sometimes you're paying more for them than they're really worth. So keeping it as simple as possible is actually wise. I mean, include your built-ins. If you've got a built-in dishwasher, please leave it there. Built-in microwave hood fan, leave it there. Appliances in Ottawa have almost become an expected thing to stay in the house. Moving washer and dryer less, but I have had to negotiate more often than not over appliances and truly, like seriously, so <laughs> leave them. Now, whether you buy five-year-old stainless appliances or you buy brand new stainless appliances, that was is going to sell for the same, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? There's so there's some real little nuances which, if you want those, you really just gonna have to talk to us because I'm giving you examples, and yet there's probably 50 examples like that. So we could make this into four shows if we wanted to. Interesting, huh? Mm -hmm. Very. You had another question that I know you're so anxious to ask. The one that's on my on the tip <laughs> of my tongue is say say we do decide to list as opposed to love it. Um, the process. Now, 20 years ago and even five years ago, there's a, there a standard MLS process where it takes, you know, ideally weeks, but it could take two, three months um, to sell a property. And we've had properties prior to meeting you that we actually rotated through several real estate agents as I was moving. So the question is, um, in the Ottawa market, especially the rural, we'll say Ottawa urban and Ottawa rural, mm -hmm. Are, it, are we still following that standard 90-day MLS process where you list it and you have open houses and people put in offers possibly? Or is Ottawa now progressed to where the Toronto Vancouver's are, where houses are being sold on a one-day uh, bid? They call it no, no subjects, so no yeah. subjects to condition, right. where you come in with your bid and you can't back out. Right. And you have one day. Right. One day sales process. I know how it works. Are we ready for that yet? Well, in some cases we do it. We did it last week. And so it really is very specific to where is the property? How is the property price? How is the property conditioned? And how many buyers do we have for that potential type of property? So it's happening a lot with townhomes. It like a lot if they're well cared for and then others are sitting there. So there is some, and how is it marketed? How far did you get your reach out there? Like there's, you know, just the MLS is got really, that's just one little tool in our toolbox these days. It's by no means enough. And we can see that because there's lots of property on the MLS that still doesn't sell. Mm -hmm. And yet we just sold a million dollar property last week with no conditions. So it definitely happens and it would be less common in Ottawa than it is in other markets. And it would normally be because the property has been priced very assertively and then there's a lot of buyers for that particular property and then it actually can drive the price up. Perfect. Yeah. So it's all based on demand. It really, it really is a supply and demand conversation and a condition conversation. We've been talking about condition this whole show. It has so much to do with what is the condition. So if you're thinking, wow, you guys barely got started, you're right. And yet there was some really great information, nuggets throughout the show. If you want to watch more, there's lots of shows with all kinds of great nuggets on them. And if you want an in-house consult, you know what to do, call us, because really it's about you making amazing, wise decisions, and you will do that when it's informed. As you're getting more and more informed, you're going to make a better and better decision. Mm -hmm. Right? You betcha.
All right. So that's what you want to do too. Thank you for joining us and just create that list. And then it will become clear as to what the best decision is on each item and whether it is to move now, move later, or simply stay put.